0: This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Balata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk,
1: 640 Toronto.
2: Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show, where we explore the intricacies of love and connections. I'm your host, Laura Bellata I'm a dating coach. I am a matchmaker, and I run a company called singleinthecity.ca. And today we're diving into the world of birthdays and the significance that they hold in different stages of relationships with my good friend, Josh. (laughs) He is a luxury (laughs) realtor in the greater Toronto area. Now he dates a lot. That's why I like having him on the show. Uh, (laughs) And he he happens to be celebrating his birthday today. So Josh, happy birthday. And uh, thank you for celebrating with us.
1: Oh, Laura, thanks so much for having me on the show again. Uh, what a pleasure it is to, to be here with you. And there's no other place I'd rather be on my birthday than right here with you. So, yeah,
2: I love that. <laughs> I feel special. <laughs> OK, now, whether you're dating, engaged or married, the effort you put into celebrating your partner's birthday can truly strengthen your bond. So hang with us as we explore the various ways to make those special days memorable and meaningful. So let's get to the birthday fun. All right, Josh, let's start off by talking about birthdays in the early stages of a relationship. Now, they can be a trick, like they can be a tricky thing to navigate, especially if one's love language is gift giving and they don't really feel like you put in the effort. So what do you think, Josh, Um, how important is it to acknowledge and celebrate your partner's birthday in the early stages of dating? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's it's a huge part of the the relationship, especially early on, because number one, you're still kind of getting to know that person. You're still kind of in that mm-hmm. courting and getting to know each other, getting a feel for each other. And it could be disastrous if you don't absolutely ace this one. Birthdays, people typically get a little bit emotional. We were talking about that the other day. Um, people get a little sensitive. I,
2: Josh and I cry on our birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Josh.
1: (laughs) You know, you know what's funny is that I don't know if I like cry necessarily, but I definitely get emotional. No question there.
2: I okay, I'm with you. We don't really cry, but right, right, right. And I have ever since I was a little girl. I just, I, I always tend to get. You're right, emotional.
1: Yeah, I also think Laura that when it comes to planning something for your partner in those early stages for a birthday. You, it, this is also a roadmap of like how the rest of the relationship may yes. go. So like people will be looking at that and be like, okay, if this person can figure out how to celebrate my birthday and make me feel special, I'm in good hands. I think we might be good. You know what I mean?
2: I totally agree. I think it's important because it sets a positive tone. Early mm-hmm. stages of dating are about getting to know each other better and then setting a positive tone for the whole entire relationship. And yep. A birthday celebration, even if it's simple, can really show your thoughtfulness, uh, how considerate you are, which are really important qualities in a relationship. Now, I don't think that people need to go overboard. Josh, I know that you tend to go a little overboard and spoiling people, and I, you know, we've had this conversation. (laughs) You don't need to go overboard because because sometimes we want to show off. We, we, we really, you know, we like this person a lot and, but that's again, again, if you do that early on, it sets the tone. They're going to expect that every single time. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. So don't try buy art. someone with gifts. Okay. Do not do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that that's a really interesting point as well, Laura. Um, kind of almost overkill or overcommitting to the birthday can also be detrimental equally as not doing it, not doing it enough, you know? So like, I feel like you can, if you can find the sweet spot, that's the perfect place that you want to probably be, right? You don't want to overcommit, but you also don't want to half-ass it, you know?
2: Good point. And a strong relationship is about the bond that you share, not the value of the presence that you give
1: absolutely okay
2: Okay. let's share some creative and thoughtful ways to plan a memorable birthday date during the dating phase okay i like uh a picnic scenario so plan a scenic picnic in a park or by a lake um are there any spots here in toronto that would work well for that josh
1: yeah yeah well i mean absolutely i mean there are a ton of spots that i i've actually been to that i've actually used i've also seen some on social media uh but some of my favorite places to go for like let's say a picnic i mean first of all sugar beach uh is super scenic i don't know if you've ever been there but i highly recommend it um you got trinity bellwoods park which is amazing we talked about that previously um people can drink
2: there yeah you can drink drink there legally in, in yeah. certain parks around the city i haven't been i thought that that may be a bit of a shit show i'm not sure if <laughs> you've been
1: yeah yeah i've been there uh i went there with my brother and some of our, our, our mutual friends uh you could go during the daytime people are hanging out playing frisbee having picnics you could go there at nighttime as well and people are usually drinking uh playing music dancing things like that but it's it's fun and it's all different ages too it's like you know, let's say from, you know, anywhere from 19 all the way up to like 45. I've seen people like my parents age up there.
2: And I'm sure you can find a little spot somewhere where you can have your privacy and people watch at the same time. How fun is people watching?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely people watching because there's there's no shortage of people that are making out or, you know, not leaving room for Jesus. And we'd love I, that don't, for need, okay, I don't need to
2: see the whole making out thing. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our next point is, Spending the day exploring your city or town like tourists. So visiting museums, maybe landmarks and any little hidden gems that you haven't explored yet. And if you are in the Toronto area, there are so many hidden gems. Josh, what are some of those places that couples should hit up?
1: Oh, my God. Okay, so there's there's one that we have to give a shout out to uh, WSUP. That is a paddle boarding. uh, They actually provide lessons in Toronto, which is really cool Um, to take that even a step further. There was a, a, a place that I took one of my exes, um, one of my exes, and it was called Paddle Pirates Toronto. That is the the ones that you guys all see on social media. It's with the the neon lights uh, with the clear um, like the, the the bottom of the kayaks are completely clear. So you can see into the water. It's neon lights and you go at nighttime. It's super cool. Um, that is a little hidden gem that a lot of people don't know about. They see it everywhere, but they don't know how to, how to get in touch with them. Um, so those two companies are fantastic. You also have one of my, I call it my ace in the hole. And I know it sounds cliche, but the big bus tours, the big bus tours in Toronto are so awesome. They do a fantastic. Yeah. Have you done it?
2: Okay. So this is so funny and ironic because, um, Dave and I, my boyfriend and I were in, uh, Chinatown. Um, just this past weekend and he saw the t- tour bus and he said, we should take one of those. And I said, I'll never get on that thing.
1: <laughs> why not Laura? <laughs> oh no, it just
2: seems a little cheesy to me, but I guess not. I I've never tried it. I shouldn't judge.
1: <laughs> I do, just do know know
2: want to sit there for how like what two hours i, I don't no,
1: know no no no. see that's laura that's if you sit on the bus the entire time and just ride it around like a merry-go-round but what we did i, I took my ex-girlfriend there who, who had never even been to to toronto before so she got there and this was the perfect way to experience toronto from the a tourist perspective where you can get off at at the ago you could get off at you know um uh, what's that place called? The uh, uh, Casa Loma. You can get off at all these different places and go and explore.
2: Yeah. I also like Kensington Market. Have you ever been there?
1: I have. I love Kensington. It's yeah. so
2: cute in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Great little spots to grab a drink. A lot of people selling their their crafts. I just I just find it's uh, a cute little place as well. That's another yeah. little gem. Love it uh, there. Yeah. And so also like, what you shared with WSUP, with the paddle boarding, um, and then, you know, things like hiking, finding hiking trails, the kayaking that you mentioned as well, and horseback riding too. Like, don't be shy to leave the city and go do something fun, you know, take a little road trip.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm a sucker for a good road trip. I think there's no better way to bond with, with your significant other than a nice road trips, you know, good conversation, nice music, good views
2: nice music. All right, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue sharing some of these, um, you know, ways to plan a memorable birthday date during the dating phase and so much more here on AM640 Toronto.
1: You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca. Toronto's news. Today's talk. Six forty Toronto.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to the dating and relationship show on AM six forty Toronto. I'm Laura Velotta. We're continuing our conversation with Josh Rose on the thoughtful ways to plan a memorable birthday date during the dating phase. Okay, welcome back, Josh.
0: How about a
2: surprise getaway? Planning a surprise, we can getaway to a nearby destination. Uh, It can be like a charming bed and breakfast, a cozy cabin or even a boutique hotel. I love the idea of heading downtown if you're not downtown or just, you know, even if you are downtown, grabbing a a snazzy hotel, um, you know, getting dressed up for the evening and just going out and creating this fun, fun night out on the town. What do you think of that?
1: Oh, I love that. Laura, you know me. I love a nice fancy night out on the town. Uh, I love weekend getaways. You're speaking my language. I love that stuff. Do you and have actually,
2: any in mind?
1: I do. I do. So I do. I've done this before where I've I've done the Niagara Falls. I've done the Barrie, if you guys know uh, way north. Um, and I love that because they're both on the water. So you got good views everywhere. One of my favorite stays was actually an Airbnb that I did that was up north. It was almost mm-hmm. like A it was glamping basically where you're in a dome, uh, all glass around, and you're surrounded by just wilderness, uh, trees, and lake, and it was gorgeous. That's one of my favorite stays of all time. That was on an Airbnb.
2: Nice, okay, to try that. Now, if you are a great chef, you can organize a themed dinner at home or in a cozy restaurant. I love home dates though. I'm not a big fan of home dates if you don't know the person, but if you do. I love home days. Uh, so choosing a theme that resonates with their interest, whether it's a specific cuisine, a movie, or an era, I mean, just spice it up, make it fun. You ever done that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I actually love the uh, the dinner and movie night in. I'm a huge fan of that. I think that there, there's a certain level of camaraderie that you achieve when you're cooking together or when someone even cooks with you or for yes. you. Yeah. Um, it's a team effort, you know, like if you're having like family pizza night where it's just you and your partner, I mean, I know, you know how to make pizza Laura cause I've had your pizza, uh, <laughs> but it, it's literally, it's literally one of my favorite things. You get to create something with another person. There's nothing more bonding for me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it too. All right. Now we have a caller on the line that left a message through our studio line at 416-966-7280. So I thought I'd have her on the air. And you, too, can call us and share your most uh, memorable dating stories, good or bad, or a relationship milestone. So Elise, she's on the line. She's going to share a personal story about a particularly memorable birthday celebration during the dating period. Um, Hi, Elise. How are you? Hi,
0: I'm great. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. Thank you so much for calling. Um, like, I really appreciate your message that you left. And I thought it was inspiring. And I thought, hey, let's have her on the show. Where are you calling from?
0: I'm calling from Hamilton. So not too far.
2: Nice. <laughs> right. Okay. So we'd love to hear your memorable birthday dating experience.
0: Yeah. So this was a big one for me. I had you know, been seeing this guy for about a year. Um, pretty new into the relationship. And we took our first vacation together. Uh, we actually went down to visit my parents. And, you know, a new place I'd never been before. It was super exciting. And, you know, my birthday happened to fall on the vacation. So I had no, yeah, like, you know, first of all, well, that's exciting enough. And, you know, our first trip together. But uh, I had no idea he had gone ahead, contacted a local restaurant owner, and he just set up the most incredible surprise. You know, he showed up. The restaurant was decorated for me. They set aside a special table. They served us welcome drinks as soon as we walked in. They made just, you know, the most amazing show out of everything. Uh, had a cake made for me. And it just, you know, it was a moment where I was like, oh, my God, this guy is just putting in the effort. He really, really likes me. And he made me feel so special.
2: Ah. Now, Josh, isn't that cute? Because that is definitely something that you would do for somebody oh,
1: for your birthday. Oh, most definitely. Uh, I love that. I love that energy. Just the energy of that story. And uh, yes, I-, I think that's fantastic and absolutely adorable.
0: And Elise, are you two still together? We are. It's been almost nine years now. So, you know, he made the right move oh. and it
2: worked. Wow. I love it. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Again, if you want to leave us a message uh, through our studio line at 416-966-7280. We'd love to hear your memorable dating story, uh, either good or bad or a relationship milestone and you too can be on air. Uh, Let's get into the importance of birthday celebrations while dating uh, in committed relationships. How does the approach? To celebrating birthdays change, Josh, do you think as a relationship becomes more serious and committed?
1: Yeah, well, I think it it drastically changes, to be honest. You go from that early stages where you're still trying to figure out if you're ready to make that full blown commitment with a person um, and if this is the right choice to be with that person. Whereas when you're in a when you're already in that committed relationship, it's more of a reflection of how does that person feel about you in that relationship? And I feel like this is, like I said before, it's, it's a sign of what's to come and where that relationship is heading, you know, a little bit more in a mature way. Um, does this person still care about me? Or are they still attracted to me? Um, am I still special to them? You know?
2: Yeah. I feel like some relationships get very complacent though. And, and yeah. I, you know, I, I never suggest that I, I feel like in order to maintain a healthy and happy relationship, like you, you need to keep reinventing the wheel, and keeping things exciting and fresh, and reintroducing new activities and things within your relationship, you know, spicing it up once in a while. Um, and I feel that when a relationship gets more serious, celebrating birthdays does change. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it doesn't, but it becomes more about doing things that are special and meaningful for each other. You know, and people may include family and friends, and sometimes big steps like moving in together or getting engaged are part of the celebration.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like when you're, when you're already in that committed relationship, Laura, I feel like your partner expects that you already know their love languages, how they, how they like to show love, how they express their love, um, how they like to be loved in in terms of receiving it. And I feel like it it could, it could mean that that person is a little bit more critical even of the way that you show up for them on their birthday. Do, Mm -hmm. Do you agree?
2: Yes, I I definitely do. So I actually want to get into that now. I I want to talk about the strategies that partners can use to understand each other's preferences and plan a surprise that resonates with their personalities. I'm not a fan of knowing what I'm going to be getting. I like the surprise element. Um, I like knowing that they're paying attention to what I have to say throughout the entire year. Do you like to know what you're getting or do you want it to be a surprise?
1: Uh well it it really depends uh who it is. If I know if I'm confident in that person like if it's my <laughs> partner and we know each other then I like a surprise because I have confidence and faith in them. If it's somebody that I'm in a new relationship with just let me know just you know because otherwise it's going to be painful for me. <laughs>
2: really? But actually if, yeah. you, if you just got into a relationship with someone do you really care what you get?
1: Uh if I just got into a relationship do I care what I get? Uh you know what? I not not as much as it's not as important as if I'm in a long-term committed relationship, but I would rather you just tell me the surprise gives me anxiety. I don't, I don't need, I don't need that stress. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: Yeah. I like surprises. So regardless, uh, I'll take what I get. Okay. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: Okay. So I say, well, we'll just we'll start with one and then we're going to have to take a break, but paying close attention to what your partner talks about. Their interests, their hobbies, the things that they enjoy, and listen for hints. Right when they're having, when you're having conversations with them, listen for the hints. Ask subtle questions about their favorite activities, the foods they like, you know, the colors they like, and so forth.
1: I think I think that's a fantastic uh, idea, Laura. And I think that those really meaningful gifts typically they go the longest, right? They, they, they go the furthest with a person. So I'm definitely behind that. And that's actually my style of giving is usually something very sentimental in a committed relationship.
2: Amazing. Okay, stick around, guys, as we take a short break. When we return, we're going to continue our conversation on strategies that partners can use to understand each other's preferences so that they can plan a beautiful, beautiful surprise that resonates with their personalities. We'll be back.
0: Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Toronto's News, Today's Talk, 640 Toronto.
2: Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. It's Sunday night. You're listening to AM640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. And uh, we're back with Josh Rose chatting about the strategies that partners can use to understand each other's preferences and plan a surprise that they're going to love for their birthday. Okay, next one. What about observing their reactions to things? So notice when things make them excited, when they're happy about things, when they're intrigued, because then this can guide your surprise planning. Any thoughts? Yeah,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, honestly, I have much experience in this department, Laura, uh, with a- almost analyzing the reaction from my partner when I get them a gift, uh, depending on what it is or if I do something for them. And it all depends on your exact partner and what their needs and wants are, what their love language is. Because I remember this one girlfriend I had, uh, we were in Greece together and uh, she stayed at the resort. I went out and I just saw something that I just thought of her right away. It was like these really nice pants, like, you know, those like Greek pants, you know, like white and, you know, for the beach. Well, I brought those back for her. And when I brought that back for her and I knew that she wasn't a gift person, she didn't like gifts. She liked experiences and sentimental things. But I thought of her right away and her eyes lit up like she just knew that it was from the heart. It wasn't like, hey, babe, I got you a purse or a bag because, you know, it's expensive or it looks nice. It was like these pants have to be yours. They this is so you I that worked.
2: That's those are my favorite gifts. I love when things come from the heart. I don't like when someone rushes to get me a gift the day of and they didn't put any thought into it. Yep. It's not sentimental. I want something yep. sentimental.
1: They <laughs> <laughs> <I> do. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 you know the the most sentimental gift that I've ever received was actually uh something that I got inspiration from to send that to uh in another relationship. I actually made one in turn for that partner. But uh, one girlfriend of mine, she actually made me a. It was for my birthday. And it was a book of all of our memories together with these little blurbs and little, like, handwritten notes and drawings and pictures of us, um, our, all of our, like, catchphrases and our inside jokes that we had. It was a giant booklet full of these things. And yeah, I can't it? lie, like, I don't think I've ever, like, shed a tear from a gift, but that was the closest that I ever came, for sure.
2: Yeah, really. And where is that gift now, Josh? Where's that book?
1: Well, somewhere in Serbia. <laughs> 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 I don't okay. know where it is.
2: <laughs> you can also ask close friends or family that knows them well. Um, and I never suggest a spy, but in, in in this case, a little spy in action may be good. You know, you can look at their social media profiles and post for clues about what they like. Um, talk about future dreams and goals together. I'm hoping you guys are doing that while you're in a relationship, right? It's all about getting to know each other. And what Mm -hmm. you had mentioned earlier, and I love that, is consider their love languages, okay? So understanding their love language, those are acts of service, quality time, receiving gifts, physical touch, and uh, what's the last one? Um, Words of affirmation, that's right. And then plan a surprise that aligns with it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, Absolutely. And and I feel like uh, Laura knowing knowing your partner really well, seeing their reactions, knowing their love languages, this is all part of building that relationship. And I feel like the culmination of all these things is giving them something that they really are appreciative on their birthday. So it all yes. it all kind of ties in.
2: And if someone's love language is gift giving, please give them a gift.
1: Okay. Right. Definitely. Definitely give don't give gift. them. Definitely don't give them a gift that they're not gonna <laughs> like because they'll remember that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they will remember it. Right. And then, guys, quickly planning according to their personality. If they're outgoing, plan an event. If they're introverted, you know, consider a cozy night in, but tailor the surprise to match their personality. And, you know, there's so many other things, but we can't get into all of them here. We only have like 50 minutes or something like that. Okay. So let's continue. What's the balance between planning grand gestures and incorporating personal, meaningful touches in a committed relationship's birthday celebration?
1: Yeah, see, Laura, I have personally struggled with this. And this is something I'm still improving on because at the beginning phases of a relationship, for example, my one of my most recent relationships, it was her birthday, like a few weeks into the relationship. And I didn't know her that well. Right. So the sentimental stuff can't really come through yet because we just don't know each other like that on that deep level. We, We were barely even just dating brand new fresh. So of course I spoiled her. I did all the things, you know, took, i you know, we, we took a helicopter ride. We, you know, went to all the fancy rooftop restaurants. We did all that stuff, black cars, with drivers everywhere we went. Um, I'd be like,
2: this guy's love bombing me. I'm not going to lie. That's right. Right.
1: Thinking. And you know what? I was probably love bombing myself as well. Cause like <laughs> I, I was doing it to myself. I, I was really, you know, I really struggled with that because I didn't know how else to, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but like kind of compensate for the lack of connection that we had at that time, okay. um, which is hard for me to say, but it's true.
2: All right. Um, yeah. And I, I told you, uh, like, we've talked about this before. You don't have to be over the top like that in an early right. relationship. Give I'm learning. Give I'm learning. Too, too much. Well, I hope you've already learned. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about milestone birthdays. Why do they hold a special significance in relationships and how can they be celebrated uniquely? Let's just say, let's, let's uh, talk about this.
1: Okay. So milestone birthdays, Laura, I feel like are significant because of our expectation for it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like my 30th birthday, for example, was last year and I had big expectations for my birthday. The big three Oh, you know, I'm 30, I'm an adult and uh when it doesn't live up to that expectation yeah people get cranky i'm not saying it was me i'm just saying you know people get a little bit cranky about it so um it's because of that expectation that i feel people get a little bit more sensitive now how to treat it how to treat someone who is having a milestone birthday um i would say it is more important because of that expectation so making sure that you listen to your partner and what it is that they want ask them you know um Hopefully by this time in a relationship, Laura, you know your partner well enough to know kind of what they want, but also getting their feedback is 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 paramount as well.
2: Yes. And milestone birthdays are important moments in life. So I I feel yes. like they are very important and you should be celebrating them. Um, giving thoughtful gifts, uh planning adventures, you know, uncover their bucket list. If you have a bucket list, try to fulfill one of those wishes as a surprise. Like if you Bora Bora, or, I mean, obviously if you have the budget for it, going right. to Vegas, one of those things, um, getting creative, you know, thinking outside of the box and coming up with something very unique, something unexpected, uh, something that they would not anticipate. And so you're just making it memorable, you know, because they're going to yeah. remember that. They're always going to remember the good times that they've shared with you on that milestone birthday.
1: Absolutely. And I feel like uh, not only is it going to be memorable for them when they when they look back at those birthdays, but even for the people around them, like think about it, right? Like your family, your friends, people that you're close with, they all remember that as well. So I feel like when you look back at your life and you say, oh, you know, I remember my 30th birthday and that's something that you can include your friends and your family and they can all be like, Oh my God, I remember, you know, so-and-so they took you to, you know, wherever it is, they took you to Vegas for a memorable weekend or, Oh, I remember they threw a big, you know, celebration at your house or a surprise party at your house. It was fantastic. People will always remember those things. Very true.
2: Very true. I do remember all my milestone birthdays. couple I like more than.
1: Right. Well, one right. I it, one I
2: like but, more than the others, yes.
1: Right, but at least, but you remember them. That's the that's. The I thing. do remember yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, no matter if they were terrible or if well, they were well, my
2: thirtieth was terrible because I went through a horrible breakup and I was miserable Damn. and I, like crap, uh, and I was pale. I dyed my hair bright red for some reason.
1: <laughs> wow!
2: I was you. Oh, no, I was using this. Shampoo that colors your hair and it got really oh. red. It got really, I think it was a Veda. Veda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can really I
0: not
2: red. picture that? Sorry. I don't know, because I I can picture it now, but I'm like, how did it get so red? I was not happy, but uh, my 40th, yeah. I went to Vegas with a bunch of girls and we had a blast. So I definitely remember that. Wow. Um, Okay, so uh, let's get into, actually, you know what, we're not going to get into it because we need to take a quick break, one last quick break, and then we're going to be back to talk about conflicts that can arise when planning birthdays and how to avoid them. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. We'll be back.
1: listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto.
2: This is the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto, and I'm your host, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. If you have a memorable dating story, good or bad, happy or sad, or a relationship milestone that you'd like to share on air, we want to hear from you. Call us on our studio line at 416-966-7280. That's 416-966-7280. And leave us a message. Now let's dive right back into our show today. Okay, and I'm joined by Josh Rose. and We're going to continue our conversation on celebrating birthdays while in a relationship. Now, no two people are alike. And... Mismatch expectations regarding birthday celebrations can lead to conflicts. So let's explore some of the conflicts that can arise from mismatch expectations <laughs> regarding birthday celebrations and how they can be resolved. So we'll start with the first one. Uh, the first one is gift expectations. Now, one person might expect an elaborate gift while the other person prefers a simple heartfelt gesture. Now, we need to resolve this. Do you have any suggestions for that, Josh, or should I give a resolution?
1: Well, I, I definitely have a thought on this. Okay. Now m- my train of camp on this, Laura, is listen to your partner, right? Yes. Like if you ask your partner, then they have no reason to lie about what it is that they like. Right. Um, if you, and if you don't know, that's really the only way to figure it out is if, to ask them if you don't know. Um, for me personally, Uh, I need a sentimental gift. If you buy me something, you know, uh, a physical thing, I look at it like I have money. I could buy that. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing that I can't do. But what I can't do is provide myself with a feeling of, of love from you. I need that. Right. I need something that was like, hey, I thought of you and this is what you mean to me. That's, I think it's that are Leo's refer.
2: we are Leos we are yeah. Leos and we need thoughtful gestures and I yes. love to so focus on thoughtfulness rather than monetary value and then discuss yes. budget limits if if I mean I I don't know if I would necessarily do that but no I, I mean but some people I do suggest for some people right if money is an issue discuss budget limits and agree on what feels comfortable for both of you but that's not going to work for everybody
1: Right, okay. that would never work for me, to be honest. All right.
2: Yes, we know that.
1: Money, bag. <laughs> Mr. Money bags, Mr. There's no such here. thing as a budget limit. Mr.
2: Money bags over here. Okay, <laughs> not everybody's Mr. Money bags. All right, <laughs> surprise versus plan. One person might expect a surprise celebration, while the other prefers a planned event that they can anticipate. Was a resolution? What's the resolution here?
1: Like I said before, Laura, listen to your partner. Listen to them, right? Like, they, they don't lie. They don't lie like that. Um, you know, I, I think that knowing your partner, like literally knowing your partner, which sounds like normal, right? You should know your partner if you're in a relationship with them. But knowing your partner is is huge. Uh, if you know that they're not really like the type of person that likes surprises, like like how I said before, how I'm not a big surprise guy, then probably don't throw them a surprise party. If it's a person who loves surprises, then, hey, maybe invest in, you know, or go and talk to some of the friends and see if you can arrange something for them, because there'd be Mm -hmm. nothing better for them, you know, but listen to them.
2: Beautiful. I I can't even say anything else about that. It's perfect. Okay. What about attention and time? So one person might expect the entire day. To revolve around them i think josh is that person while right. the other <laughs> has to, while the other person has to work right they have personal commitments maybe they have kids whatever now I, so again right discuss schedules and commitments beforehand and then try to find a balance between spending quality time together and then respecting each other's responsibilities i get it it's your birthday and unless it's a milestone birthday then it may not be all about you on that day (laughs) unfortunately
1: yeah yeah it's true and this happens uh and has happened before because I am like that um it's happened not just romantically but even with my friends like I've literally gotten mad at them uh I was a lot younger but I got upset with everybody because I thought they weren't giving me enough attention and and I, I wasn't as much of a importance to them as i want it to be um it's also really in relationships where i'm literally like i can't lie i think i probably talked about this before laura and you know about this but i was in a relationship with a woman who i pulled out all the stops for on her birthday and then on my birthday i couldn't e- she didn't even pay for dinner nothing like and i was like all right this relationship is probably gonna end soon i could just feel it yep
2: yes uh, and it did uh, and so there you go. Listen to your partner. You definitely don't want them sulking all day, and taking a suck attack. You don't want that. <laughs> not on their special <laughs> day. Okay.
1: Right.
2: So gift giving or gift receiving, sorry. One person may not react as expected once they receive a gift and then maybe their feelings may get hurt. So I think that you need to be open about reactions. Remember that people express joy differently and then maybe focus on the thought behind the gift rather than the initial reactions but some people wear their heart on their sleeve and and maybe they don't like the gift that Mm. would be me if I don't like a gift I'm not a faker I I don't lie I'm I'm a straight shooter so if I'm feeling a certain way you're going to sense it Um, so what do you think, right? When, when you receive a gift that you don't really like, or it's not going to work for you, how should we react or how should we deal with that?
1: So I think I said this before, but I, I'm not really big into, I don't need gifts, uh, every year for Christmas, birthday, whatever. I, I always tell people like, I don't need anything. I'm good. You know, write me a letter, write me a card. Uh, you know, send me something uh that's from the heart, you know, make something for me. Like th- those are much more meaningful for me personally. So if somebody gives me like a bad gift, like, I don't know, I got someone in my life, I'm not going to name names, but I got a person in my life who like, just won't write me a card. And that's all I want from this person is just write me a nice card, a letter something with some feelings, some emotion in it. They just won't do it. They just give me a gift card for my birthday and stuff. And it annoys me. Uh, they-,
2: they gave you a gift card, like, today
1: uh the, the every like any birthday that I've ever been oh is, okay so yeah this
2: any birthday. Been, okay yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's it's a it's yeah it's a person in my life you know a, a friend slash family member and all I want I, I tell them every year just write me a card write me something nice uh but they they don't I, I've they've never bought me a card before it's just they give me a gift card just put it in my pocket and that's it and I'm like, I'm that
2: person. I- don't like buying cards and I don't need cards I'm an action speak louder than words person okay <laughs> right. show me with your actions I don't need anything sentimental so we're a little bit different there
1: yeah yeah that's well okay. I, I I honestly I always think like the the mon- the the money and the things i can i i can get all that stuff you know it that doesn't provide any value to me that's something that I'm good like if i if there's something i need I can just go out and get it um but do you
2: think to... that we should let's just say we get a gift and we don't like it do you do you think we should tell them that we don't like yeah. it
1: yeah i i, w- I do <laughs> i do personally uh but- it's better to just be honest like this is why you don't understand laura when when people are like getting down on one need to propose it's like And they say, no, you haven't had a conversation about that? Like, why haven't you talked about it? Like, where was the communication? I don't understand. Just tell your partner if you don't like the gift.
2: Yeah. And it's also in the way you speak and your tone. You wouldn't say something like, oh, okay, you didn't put in any effort. This sucks. I don't like it. Look at that. Like, what am I going to do with that? You don't want to use that kind of language. Rather, maybe come from a place of compassion Hey babe, I really appreciate your efforts. I, I really like it, but I just think it may be the wrong color. Do you think that we can exchange it for exactly. a different color?
1: Yes, it and maybe and a
2: different style that would suit me a little bit better.
1: Exactly, and and I would I would even uh, I would go to the well. First of all, I want to say that I would never say anything in public, like around people and whatever. I wouldn't, you know, make make those kind of comments in front of other people. I would always kind of do it more in private. So if we're at a function or a birthday party, I get a bad gift, I'm going to be like, oh, like, thank you so much, you know, just to, you know, for now. And then afterwards, I'll be like, hey, like about that gift. Okay, like you got the, you got me the wrong one, but it's all good because like that same store has the exact one that I was looking for. So let's, we'll go together. We'll, we'll make a, you know, day of the babe. We'll go get some lunch and we'll go figure it out.
2: Yeah. And lunch is on me.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I would definitely this is just my style but I like to be humorous with these things um, so mm. I would just make it into a funny thing like I'll be like hey uh you know that that gift you got me yeah it's not gonna work for me I appreciate you but it's just it's not doing it for me uh you are beautiful you look gorgeous right now look at those puppy eyes but hey let's we're, we're gonna go back and we're gonna return that we're gonna get something different <laughs> you know what I mean
2: Well said, beautiful. Okay. Now, what about uh, social media posting? So one person might want to share birthday moments on social media, while the other person prefers just keeping things private. This is where you guys have to discuss your comfort levels with social media and sharing and all that. You have to agree on boundaries. And then you have to find a balance between sharing and privacy. You need to do this. This can ultimately ruin your relationship.
1: So you have to
2: respect your partner right yeah, yeah. so oh, the more yeah so the moral of the story right is to communicate openly and honestly er- honestly everything that we've just spoken about right all have comes down to communication it is key before the birthday you want to talk about what each other's likes what you expect and then address any possible issues but then listen right Josh, throughout the year you got to yeah. listen to your partner pay attention right now i'm talking about these Lashes, these fake lashes that people are wearing. That you know, like, 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 if my boyfriend was to really pay attention, like, he, he would quickly learn all the little things <laughs> that I need <didn't> and want.
1: <laughs> right, right. You have to
2: pay attention.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it—it it, it means a lot to women that that their man pays attention. Like, I—I I found that I, I've learned that the hard way as well. But women love it when we pay attention.
2: I do. I love yeah. when my man pays attention. Listen, but he also appreciates when I pay attention. Because let me tell you, sometimes, and this is one thing that we argue about, is that he's like, you're always on your phone, right? Because I'll be scrolling because I'm so busy. that mm-hmm. I, and, and this is wrong, but I, I'll be scrolling through my phone while he's talking to me. And then I have a little ADD, so my mind wanders. And mm-hmm. then he's like, what did I just say? And then I'll be like, uh, uh. <laughs> <He kept laughs> me. So I have to... <laughs> yeah.
1: I yeah. had necks like that too. It, it, it's, it sucks. Yeah. But it's just I, communication. Like,
2: yeah, I have to make uh, have a make more of an effort to, to really listen, but um, I'm working yeah. on it. All right. As we wrap up today's episode of the dating and relationship show, remember that putting effort into celebrating birthdays can serve as a reflection of the effort we put into our relationships as a whole from the early days of dating to the joys of marriage. These moments create lasting memories that enrich our journey together. Let's chat after the show. We want to hear from you. Call us on our studio line at 416-966-7280. Leave us a message. Share your most memorable dating stories, good or bad, relationship milestones that made your heart skip a beat, or even drop suggestions to spice up the show. Who knows? Your voice might be lighting up the airwaves next time. In love, every story deserves to be heard. And we're ready for yours. Josh, where can our guests learn more about you? Josh is single. So I don't know. Are you?
1: Uh, I am single. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that open-ended. I'm not going to say anything about it. But yeah, I'm currently single. I'm definitely not in a committed relationship or anything like that. Um, they can find me on Instagram at Mr. Josh Rose. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, I'm just, I just want to uh, let everyone know. Uh, that your person is out there. Uh, don't give up hope.
2: I love it. Uh, don't worry, Josh. You'll be on the show again.
1: Yeah, um, looking forward to it.
2: <laughs> I love fun. <that> <laughs> and don't forget to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Official Laura Balotta. And if you're looking for love or dating help in general, check out everything happening on singleinthecity.ca. Until next time, ciao.